0: this morning uh, we're going to be we're going to be continuing our study of the ephesians and if you can go ahead and turn over to ephesians 5 uh, we'll we'll be in verse 21 but this morning what we're going to talk about is one another relationships uh, and i know this morning's a little bit different because i have someone beside me this beautiful angelic person who i get to call my wife um, and that's what we're going to be talking about our one another relationships in the body as well as our one another relationships even in our marriage husbands and wives and um our my one point this morning is obedience out of reverence and i'll kind of turn it over to my wife and uh allow her to give us some more more details
1: awesome good morning family it's so good to be here with you today Um, I just wanted to say a quick shout out to my mom and my mother-in-law. I see you both in here and it's so good to see you. Um, So family, we serve an all-knowing, all-powerful God. God created the world and he created each one of us. He created our relationships and he desires for men and women to be able to have pure and godly relationships with each other. God knew what he was doing when he created men and women. He intentionally created us so differently. Um, We are so different from each other. We have our own strengths and our own weaknesses, and we need each other. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today, is just this body of Christ and men and women, um, and just how different we are from each other. Um, So for Cody and I, in our relationship, God knew what he was doing when he put us together. We are complete opposites. If you've met us for like 30 seconds, you already know that um but another way to think about it is that god made us complete compliments for each other um where i fall short cody is so strong and a little bit of the vice versa as well um we're so different um cody's naturally super extroverted and i'm introverted cody is very athletic he loves to do sports and all the things and i would love to be at home on my couch with a blanket reading a book Um, we're just so, so, so different. Cody's very logical. He thinks very clearly. Everything has its place. And I'm just naturally emotional. Uh, My emotions kind of take me away. Um, So I have to be brought back uh, to that logic. It's just so interesting how different we are. And God created us to be that way. And he put us together for a reason. Mm -hmm. To the world, we might not look like a good pair because of how different we are. But to God, he knows what we need. He knew that I needed Cody to help me to be able to grow in my weaknesses, to be able to challenge me, and to be able to shine where I'm not able to shine. God had an amazing plan for our relationship, for our marriage. We get to be a great team together. We are a married couple. We are parenting together. Mm -hmm. We are coworkers in the gospel and the full-time ministry together. And now we're about to be together leading a mission team in Lynchburg, Virginia, planting a church. Like we are a team and as a team we need a great coach and praise God we have the most amazing coach in the whole universe and that is our God and what's so cool is we don't just have the most amazing coach but we have the most amazing instruction manual. God has given us the Bible. He wants us to know exactly what to do to be able to work on these one another relationships and to work through our conflicts and through our differences. And he's given us the body of Christ to be able to train us, encourage us, and disciple us. We are so different from each other, men and women. Um, and to the world, we shouldn't be able to get along. But in God's kingdom, we can. We need the help and the instruction of the body Christ, of Christ and the Bible to be able to teach us how to live together, how to love each other, and how to seek and save the lost together. Thanks for letting me share.
0: Amen. Um, and because we are imperfect, more so me than Brittany, but uh, because we are imperfect, because we have sin, we need help. We need uh, instruction. We need the playbook to to solve the problem. Um, We need each other. uh, Whether you're married, whether you're you're single, any kind of relationship, we need instruction because we are so different. Um, So we're going to be looking at that this morning. Uh, looking at our relationships, looking at how we can learn from the Bible to strengthen our relationships, but also just to be obedient out of reverence for Christ. So, hopefully, you guys are already over to Ephesians 5. We're going to be reading in Ephesians 5, verse 21. The Bible reads, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. We could literally stop right there because there's so much you could unpack right there. But we will keep going. Uh, In verse 22, it reads, Wives, submit yourself to your husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless in the same way. Husbands ought to love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself after all, No one ever hated their own body, but they fed and cared for their body, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is profound mystery. This is a profound mystery. But I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each of you also must love his wife As he loved himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Reading reading this passage, we we see that that all of it, all of the, the different responsibilities God gives us, all of that is because of our reverence for Christ, our deep respect, our admiration, our high esteem, our high regard. The only reason we live out are, are a given responsibilities is because of our reverence for Christ Christ submitted himself to god's will, and we too should submit ourselves to god's will and through the Bible and using the Bible to instruct and and, and obey what he has already given us what i what I love about this is is Christ submitted to god's will out of no condition meaning There is no condition on the other person. So as we submit to others, we do not expect in return, right? We submit to God's will um, out of the love and reverence we have for him, out of who he is. That's why we submit. Um, But I I love that there is no condition on the other person as we do submit to them. Uh, As what we read, it it is uh, a marriage uh, How to kind of the the responsibilities in a marriage uh, that God has given us, but I think the principles are universal. That as we submit to Christ, whether you're a single a single guy or a single woman, um, we can submit to one another. We can love one another, just as Christ loved us. Um, now, let's share.
1: Awesome. So I wanted to talk to the woman for a little bit. Um, Paul in the scripture has a very deliberate call for us as women in Christ and more specifically for those who are wives. We have a great responsibility. And the call is submission. God commands us to submit to our husbands. Webster defines submission as yielding to the will or authority of another person. If we say that, wor- that word out loud in the world, they do not like it. <laughs> our culture and our society, everything about it tells us to be an independent woman. Don't let the man hold you down. The world is just so different from what God has for us and God's standards for us. Yeah. The scripture clearly states that God's will is for us to submit ourselves to our own husbands as we do unto the Lord. And what's interesting about this scripture to me is that it's already assuming that as daughters of God, we are submitting ourselves to the Lord, that we are consistently and intentionally making Jesus Lord of our lives each and every day. It is very difficult to be submissive to my husband if I'm not submitting to God first. Now that Cody and I have been married for five years, we just celebrated our anniversary in January, Um, I've just been realizing just my need to wrestle with God, to get to this heart of submission. Uh, When we were first married, I think I just kind of had this like naivete, like, he's amazing, everything's wonderful, my husband's infallible, he could never make a wrong decision. Mm. And he is amazing, and he is great, Um, but we've just been seeing just how different we really are. Sometimes I don't agree with his opinions. Sometimes I don't even understand his thought processes or what he's trying to say to me. Um, But I think just through this time, God's been teaching me that as long as my husband is following Jesus, then I can submit myself to him. Everything doesn't have to be done my way. I don't always need to have control. And, oh, it hurts my heart to say that, but it's true. Um, if my husband wants to make a decision that's not the one I would have preferred, I would have made, I just have to learn to trust him. And it's not because he's perfect, but it's because I serve a perfect God. Because I respect and submit to God, then I can choose to respect and submit to my husband. Mm-hmm. Ladies, it needs to be a deep rooted biblical, biblical conviction that we respect the position of authority that God has given our husbands. According to the ESV translation of the scripture, it says, wives be subject to your husbands as a service to the Lord. As long as your husband's decision is not sinful, then you choosing to submit to your husband is a beautiful way to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. Our marriages will shine in this dark world just by our reverence for our husbands. That's not what the world does. The world doesn't revere the the other spouse, the husband. And that's what God calls us to. And you get the opportunity to be this amazing light. Yeah. The ESV version also says, "Wives should object to their husbands in everything? (gasps) Everything. That's what it says. Respecting both their position of protector and their responsibility to God as head of the house. I don't want that responsibility. I don't want to be head of the house. I'm so grateful that that's the position that God has given our husbands. And our husbands desire it. They desire and they deserve our respect. Yeah. And when we do not submit to them, we disobey God and we don't allow them to fill their God-ordained role as the leader of our households. Ladies, let's choose to be women who choose to always put God first and who choose to respect And revere because we trust that God's will and plan is the best way. If you do this, you'll glorify God, and you're going to be able to shine in this dark world. Thanks for letting me share again.
0: Yeah, um, she great, Uh, but uh, I want to talk to the men. Um, Not that the women can't hear it, but I want to talk directly to the men. As a man, as a husband. You have the gift, the, the, the joy, the responsibility to love your wife. God has given you that. And he's given you the example to sacrifice for her. Just as Christ gave him up, himself up for the church, like, your sacrificial, unconditional love for your wife is, is, is out of reverence for God. But, but it's a joy. It's something that you get to do and I want to ask you, do you know what your wife needs? Do you know her weaknesses? Do you know how you can help her? And then in what ways does your wife feel loved? As the head of the household, as the head, of, of, of the relationship, I pray that you, you're able to answer those questions because you are to present your wife as blameless, as cleansed through the word, to encourage her with scripture, spurring her on to get closer and closer to God. If you don't know the answer to those questions, how can you do that? How can you encourage your wife if you don't know her shortfalls? How can you be the crutch that she can sit on if you don't know which leg is broken? (laughs) But like, how can we do that as men? How can we lead if you don't truly know your wife? God has given us this perfect unity of marriage. Uh, God has given us that so we can be unified. And by encouraging and loving your wife, the scripture says that you're also Benefiting yourself, right? Like you are one. You guys are the same body. Like that is an amazing thing. To to love your wife, you have to know and understand how she feels loved, and it might be different than how you feel loved. Um, for me and Brittany, it is that case. Um, around two years into our marriage, I was wondering. Why does this woman, why does this woman call me two to three minutes before she gets home? Like, it doesn't make sense. Logically, she'll be there in a second. But she would call me. She would call me and say, hey, I'm uh, I'm about two or three minutes from the house. I'm like, great. I'll see you then. But... The reason she does that, the reason she's calling me is because she wants me to to love her the way that she wants to be loved. Because she feels incredibly loved if she can walk to the door and open it without it being locked. That might be simple, but she feels welcomed. She feels thought of. She feels like I'm anticipating her coming home so that I can love her. How how does your wife feel loved? I think even on a spiritual level, I'm supposed to present her as blameless and holy, just as Christ does with the church. I have to know my wife's shortcomings. I have to encourage her to help her grow and to be more righteous, just as her for me. But as a husband, as I'm leading this marriage, I need to know exactly what she needs. Even in the the concept of leading men, I want to call us to a higher standard, that we are leading in humility, that we're leading in spirituality, that we're leading in evangelism, that we are leading our our marriage. Um, I know our wives are probably amazing. They're strong, maybe strong-willed, but they're amazing. And God has given you the responsibility to lead. So I pray that you take that responsibility. Even in this, this concept of evangelism, your marriage is the best tool that you have. The most amazing tool that you have is what God is doing in your marriage. that that can be the light in this dark time. The world craves the marriages that you have. If you are living according to what this passage says, the world wants that. And even in this time of, of quarantine, in this time where some of us are stuck at home and, and maybe our patients are running thin, this is the perfect time to work on your marriage. And when I say work on your marriage, I mean your specific part, right? It's easy to look at your spouse and be like, yep, you heard him. Like, you need to, you need to respect me or you know what? You just need to love me more. Um, it's easy to look at your spouse and think, how could they do better? But I think it it takes a, a real humble and sober look at our lives and and specifically for the men, like are we meeting our responsibility that God has given us? Are we loving our wives? are we encouraging them? Are we actually presenting them as blameless and holy and if if you're not married, if you're a, a single or engaged I, it, it sometimes it's kind of hard to read this and like, okay, what does that mean for me um what I love is in Philippians 2, uh, in, in verse 5, it says, In your relationships, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, but in humility, value others above yourself. In the same way, that is what this is. Loving your wife is putting your wife in front of you. Uh, loving your sister, putting them and helping them and loving them for the brothers, for the sisters, submitting to the leadership of the man. I think. This is amazing principles that Paul is, is speaking to the Ephesians that we can also take into our lives. I think for men, um, am I making it easy for my spouse to respect me? Am I making it easy? Or am I leading or loving my wife in a way that she would want to submit to me? Amen. The this is. For the men, the women, obviously, we, we want you to, out of reverence for Christ, love and submit to your husbands. But men, are are we making it easy for our wives? Are we leading in a way that they see our, our love for them and they want to submit to us out of joy, not out of out of uh, out of uh obligation, but out of joy in submitting to us. As a church, I pray, I pray that passage. Um, and really take hold of it and understand God-given responsibilities in our relationships. To the men is to love and respect our wives and our sisters in Christ. To the women, our responsi- your responsibility is to respect and submit to the men as they lead the church. And that doesn't mean that your opinion is not uh, heard or understood or even probably gone with but that that you submit to the leadership that Christ has given the men in the church. As the, as the passage says, that we are submitting out of reverence, that we have obedience because we are reverent for who God is, and who he is is a, a God who is willing to sacrifice his son. He's a God that was willing to give up his son so that we too could have the, the glory and the the, the – the, the glory that his son had and that we're able to submit because we understand what he did for us, that he's, he died for our sins and not just died, but he was tortured so that we could live as disciples of him and as our as our roles and as, our, as he's given us through the word and we're washing each other with the word that we can understand what God has given us and we can obey, that we can see it and then we can obey what he's saying to us. I pray that as we we get ready for communion, as we're, we're looking at the cross and we see what Christ has already done for us, what he did for the church, he submitted himself to God's will. I pray that we too can submit to God's will and live out according to what the scripture says in our responsibilities, in our authority, that we can submit to Christ out of reverence for him as well as each other. Let's pray as we get ready to take the bread and the juice. Thanks for listening to the Blue Ridge Podcast. My name is Will Portillo, and if you'd be interested in more resources like this or connecting with us, visit us online at blueridge.church or connect with us on Facebook at Blue Ridge Church of Christ. Visit us on YouTube and subscribe for weekly sermons, encouraging news, and short devotionals. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time.